0: Welcome to All Places Together. Here we believe that our stories are connected to one another and rooted in God's radical love for diverse creation. Wherever you are, whoever you are, however you are, take a deep breath. Here's a story for you. A story called Together for Pride. It's the last Sunday of Pride Month, and I hope that y'all have found some ways to celebrate. Parades, drag shows, marches, festivals, galas, trivia nights, and binging queer television and movies are all amazing ways to celebrate Pride. The quieter practices of cups of tea with friends, reading a book by a queer author, fiction or nonfiction. Making a new playlist that is affirming and encouraging, journaling, and bringing your full self to therapy are also fantastic ways to celebrate pride. And so is prayer and worship. Today, all across the United States, almost 1,000 Reconciling in Christ communities are celebrating pride and worship. For many of the All Places Together community, listening to and reflecting on the podcast is a form of worship. So I wanted to use this time together today to join with our Reconciling in Christ partners in celebration. First, we are going to hear from Aubrey Thonvold, the Executive Director of Reconciling Works. Aubrey uses pronouns like she and her. Aubrey is a lifelong Lutheran who is committed to work centered in justice and equity for the LGBTQIA people and their families within religious and faith communities. With a master's degree in transforming spirituality from the School of Theology and Ministry at Seattle University, she strives to bring people in and invite all to the table. Aubrey has worked on marriage campaigns in Washington, Hawaii, and Oregon organizing outreach, education, and advocacy, and encouraging faith communities to support the freedom to marry for LGBTQIA couples. Aubrey and her spouse, Heather, both have a call to ministry, a love of adventures, and enjoy time with family and friends. Following Aubrey's message, I'll invite you to an extended time of prayer using Prayers from Reconciling Works. More often than not, I write the prayers we use here at All Places together, but today I want our prayer to be word-for-word united with all of our siblings who are praying for hope, change, guidance, and healing. We enter now into a time of reflection, beginning with this
1: message from Aubrey. Happy Pride, y'all. My name is Aubrey Thonbold. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I'm the Executive Director here at Reconciling Works. On behalf of Reconciling Works, our staff, our National Board of Directors, volunteers, and the almost 1,000 other Reconciling in Christ partners around the country, it is a joy and delight to be with you today, to have a conversation, to engage in some of the wonderings that exist about how we continue to deepen and expand our welcome, our justice work, our advocacy, our liberation, For those that oftentimes the church and society can say, no, not you. I think we all can collectively take a deep breath and know that 2022 has been big and full. Big and full in ways that bring joy, delight. Big and full in ways that can feel heavy. As a member of the LGBTQIA plus community, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, take a deep breath. I said queer. I know that that word means a lot of different things historically and generationally, but in this moment and in this time, I use word queer as a form of affirmation and liberation, intersex, asexual and beautiful plus, LGBTQIA plus. As a member of the LGBTQIA plus community myself, I know that there has been a lot going on for us, for our siblings, for our community, and they're not small things. Did you all know that across the U.S., within 2022, their states have tried to pass over 400 anti-trans bills alone? Bills targeting transgender people, trying to deny them access to public accommodations like restrooms. Denying trans students, young people, the ability to play sports, to find camaraderie on, in teamwork, and to be amongst their peers. We take a deep breath. 2022 has been big and full in many ways as we continue to live into a global pandemic that has required us all to continue and continuously be changing, adapting reevaluating and assessing how we're in community, how we're in relationship safely, and in ways that honor and respect those around us. As a Reconciling in Christ partner, I just want to say thank you for your commitment to this ministry, to this work. I'm deeply grateful to be with you in this holy ministry. Advocacy and change and justice doesn't come alone. It requires each and every single one of us to show up, to do our part, and to be as bold and courageous as we all can be. At Reconciling Works, we root our work, our ministry, our advocacy, our outreach in three values. And they are that we believe that God has named and claimed all as beloved, that the Holy Spirit has given a diversity of gifts for the common good, and that Jesus Christ calls us to work for justice. Y'all, would it be a sermon or something if we didn't have a dog barking in the background? (laughs) That's my mighty Mo, my little five-pound dog. As we enter into conversation this morning, this afternoon, whenever y'all are watching this, I want to not only root ourselves in the values that we approach the conversation from at Reconciling Works, but I also want to remind us about how we engage with scripture, what that looks like, and how scripture and Christ and the Holy Spirit invite us into this ministry, this work, this call in endless ways. I'm going to read a little bit to you from a book called uh, Crazy Christians: A Call to Follow Jesus by Bishop Michael Curry. On Pentecost, people heard the gospel of Jesus, and they heard the go- and when they heard the gospel, barriers came tumbling down, bridges arose, and new humanity in Christ began to emerge. In his sermon collections, Peter Story, who was a Methodist bishop in Johannesburg, quotes from a book called Manna and Mercy a brief history of God's unfolding promise to mend the entire universe. The author, Daniel Erlander, spent time combing through the Gospels to make a list of the types of people that Jesus encountered. Here's the list. Lepers, prostitutes, tax collectors, sinners, poor people, discarded people, blind people, debtors. Outcast children, women, men, elderly people, sick people, Gentiles, Samaritans, Jews, the demon-possessed, outsiders, heretics, Pharisees, lawyers, rich people. Erlander then went on to make a list of the verbs that the gospel used to describe how Jesus related to these people. Invited. Included, affirmed, liberated, loved, touched, held, embraced, healed, cleansed, given dignity, fed, forgiven, made whole, called, reborn, given hope, received, honored, and freed. Bishop Story concluded that this was the kind of life that Jesus offered in his encounters. Jesus excluded no one. He held nothing back. He built bridges among the people and they gained new life. That's what happened when Jesus was around, Story wrote. Not a single grace excluded. Not a single grace held back. Paul Story wrote that if anyone is in Christ, in St. Paul, He wrote that if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All of this from God, who has given us the ministry of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 through 18. Beloved, in seasons of our life, in seasons of our church, when things feel full, full from joy, full from sorrow, full from wondering. Sometimes it can feel easy and comforting to think that it's our job to decide who's in and who's out, to create some order in the midst of what might feel like chaos. And when we start to do that, sometimes we as church start to exclude those that God has named and claimed that Jesus himself encountered in the Gospels. Sometimes, beloveds, when life feels big and full, we can forget to just simply breathe. We can forget that God has asked us to love all people, to love God and to love our neighbors. And sometimes we forget That that love comes in the form of invitation, of inclusion, of affirmation, of giving people dignity, of honoring people, of giving them hope. As we continue to look to Jesus as an example of how we get to be in the world, we're called to do this work. To do this ministry of justice of advocacy and love not only for lgbtqia plus people but we are called to do liberating work for our black brown indigenous siblings of color we are called to do this work for women we're called to do this work for aging for those who are aging for those who are differently abled as we think about the fullness of god's creation There is a job for each of us to do in the work of justice. So this pride season, as we celebrate the diversity of God's creation in one another, let us be mindful about just how big and full that diversity really is. And let us think about who and how we are called to be in relationship to all of God's expansive creation of how we are called and asked to arrive, to invite, to include, to affirm, to liberate, to free, to heal, to cleanse, to give dignity. Now is the time to think about how we use Pride Month as an opportunity to reflect, to celebrate, to recharge around all the ways that we, beloveds, are called to justice, are called to activism, are called to be bold and prophetic in the ways that we love as Christ has shown us how to. Together, side by side, we can make a transformational change, not only in how we are church, but in how we are society together. It is a joy and delight to be in this ministry with you, to be rooted in our faith together, to be sent out side by side in calls of love, justice, liberation. Beloved's Reconciling Works is deeply grateful for who you are as a Reconciling in Christ partner. We'll continue to ask you to think about, to review, to deepen and expand your commitments, just as we as an organization continue to deepen and expand our awareness and our capacities. Together, we will help create safe space, brave space, liberation for those that sometimes church and society can say, no, not you. May this day be a day of celebration. May this day be a reminder of the holy ministry you and I are called to. And may we be reminded that with the support and the care and the guidance and the love of the Trinity, that we have everything we need when we arrive together. Blessings to you, to what God is calling you to do, And may you always have the courage and the bravery to love boldly. Happy Pride.
0: we enter together into a time of prayer. Trusting in the one who made us, dwells in us, and calls us to life, we pray for the world, the church, and all in need. We give thanks for morning and night, for dawn and dusk, and for every moment in between. We praise you for the vibrant, loud, and serene colors of creation. For the infinite and as-of-yet undiscovered diversity of your creatures and galaxies beyond our imagining. Make us bold in our proclamation that the lives, loves, and gifts of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, asexual, aromantic two-spirit black brown indigenous asian incarcerated disabled neurodiverse and migrant people matter to you and so they matter to all of us manifest in both word and deed teach us to see and celebrate the stunning beauty in all you have made we pray for those who need hope for those who feel excluded for those who are experiencing dysphoria, for all to know they are beloved by God and worthy of love. We pray for people in our lives and those unknown to us who need healing, care, and compassion. The hungry, those without homes, the refugee, and the stranger. Shield those in places of danger and inspire us to be stewards of the earth, and all your creation by making choices that lead to a greater future in our world for all who inhabit it after us. We cry out for change, for the dismantling of systems rooted in oppression and discrimination, change in policies and practices that exclude and other your beloveds. As people of faith, our role in caring for our neighbors lives beyond worship. The freedom that comes with our faith should be used to lift up those in your reign, not be used to harm. Bless our lips as we speak words of affirmation and liberation, and give us the strength needed to extend welcome and hospitality through our actions and practices. We seek guidance for our leaders in the church and the larger world. Teach them to lead humbly and rooted in your grace and compassion. Let them look to those who have gone before us, on whose shoulders we stand. Keep them wrapped in your abundant love and draw them closer to the communities in which they serve. As they meet their people and hear their needs, they will better know your hope for the future. We thank you for their gifts of wisdom, their advocacy, and for the promise of abundant life with you and all the saints. We bring you the names and places of your people in need, speaking them aloud or in the silence of our hearts. I invite you to share the people and places that are dear to you that
1: are in need of prayer now. Into your hands we
0: commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your unlimited capacity for love and mercy, and in your grace. Amen. Thank you for joining us at All Places Together. If you heard yourself or someone you know in these stories today, we hope you heard God too. Here's a final plug for the Pride Worship Service of the Virginia Synod. It's going to be tonight, Sunday, June 26th at 7 p.m. on Zoom. I'm one of the contributing leaders, and I'll be running tech that night too, and it would be great to see you on the call. The Zoom link is on the Virginia Synod Facebook page, and I'll link the event page on the website below. I'm excited to share that through your generous donations and merch purchases, we are one-third of our way towards our fundraising goal for a private social network. Thank you so much to everyone who contributed either in donation or through their incredible fashion statement of a t-shirt and those stickers too. We'll keep fundraising over the next few weeks as we work towards our goal. I've even ordered some extra stickers to have with me at the Virginia Synod gathering next month. So if you're a Virginia Synod person and you missed out on getting a sticker and you're coming to the gathering, come and find me and I'll hook you up. I'm ever grateful to our mission partners, the Virginia Synod, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, and supporters like you who have shared generously with all places together. Your financial contributions enable this podcast to happen and for the love to spread. If you've not made a gift before and you'd like to, you can simply go to our website, allplacestogether.org. Scroll to the bottom where it says Give to All Places Together and you'll be redirected to our giving platform. We know it can be hard to give financially. We celebrate all of the ways you share the stories of All Places Together with the people in your life and engage with the APT community throughout the week. In this final week of Pride, I hope you'll share some Pride love on your social media. If you've never posted online that you are an LGBTQIA ally and a Christian, this week is an incredible opportunity to do just this. You can share a post from APT, Reconciling in Christ, or another affirming creator. Or you can write your own post too. As we heard from Aubrey's message, hundreds of anti-trans and anti-gay bills have been debated among our government this year alone. Sharing your love and affirmation can mean so much to the queer people in your life. And though it may bring up hard feelings from others in your life, your love could be a seed for change and growth in that person's heart. So share the love, spread the rainbows. Celebrate that we are each a fabulous child of God. And until next time, remember that God loves you and is with you wherever, whoever, and however you are.